7 o'clock. Good morning, pile. How's it going? Welcome to your Wednesday. Jim Davis along with the Buckeye Boy from the Bozarth Miller Chevrolet Buick Studios. The most trusted name in automobiles. It is the one, the only, except no substitute. A wine about a Wednesday with Talon Wine. And during this holiday season, I can't think of a way to create more cheer and happiness. If you're going to a holiday party, Christmas party, or people are coming to your house. You definitely, definitely need... <laughs> couple of bottles of Talon wine will make the holiday season so much nicer. A lot easier to stomach some people coming over, <laughs> that's for sure. That's true. Stop by your local adult beverage store and get yep. a bottle of Talon wine today. All right. So it is a wine about a Wednesday with Talon wine. Chance to cry, complain. Well, why don't you cry about it? Like, for example, when... You forward an email to somebody. Oh, gosh. They don't read the whole thing. I'm a dumbass. And I have to, I have to print it off. Yeah. Because I know it's right here. I've seen it. It's right here. Right. And that one's like, on me. And yeah. as I hit print it, I'll, well, no, no, here it is. I'm like, wait, hold on. Let me scroll down the rest of the... Oh, there it is. <laughs> ah, shuck. Yeah. Can't believe, man. This you know, we're, we're, we're always looking to cut costs. And that's, I, I hope you're ready I to get, be a cut cost. I hope you're ready to get that taken out of your paycheck. Those two pieces of paper that I had to print. And, and 81 the ink, cents. And the yeah. ink that was required to print that. It's almost a game and a half worth of pay. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I used, we're a little, whoa, I was, whoa, 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 I was scrolling we're down and I'm we're like, a little better than that. Come on. I've already got all of this. It's like, no, you Wait, don't. You're like, I'm seeing it. I'm like, right hey, here. It's right, in the format. On. Yeah. And scroll down. Sure, shooting. There, there it is. is. Well, we got a bunch of bowl games heading your way yeah. over the next uh, week or so. Like a lot. A lot. So enjoy the bowl season 12? right here on the team. Maybe. Between Friday and January 2nd? I believe so. We have Air Force in that mix, do we not? Yeah, the okay. uh, the something or other bowl, sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the Armed Forces Bowl. Armed Forces Bowl. Coming up <laughs> Thursday the 22nd. So we have a lot of that heading your way. Mm-hmm. Uh, Warrior Classic is this weekend out at uh, Central High School. We'll talk with uh, Bill Troutwine, the new Palisade Boys wrestling coach. Bill was the assistant to Tanner Ridgeway. Tanner moving on to Grand Junction. And we'll talk with Tanner Ridgeway coming up in the 7 o'clock hour as well. The Tigers' new wrestling coach. Also, uh, Cody Rourke, My Life Sports Radio. Latest on the Broncos. It's now official. We we knew it, but Kyler Murray's done for the season. So it will be Colt McCoy. We're assuming at the moment against Brett Rippon. But nothing has been made official yet on Russell Wilson's status, going through the concussion protocol. So uh, we'll talk to Cody. Ask Cody if he knows, or you know, if he soap partied the guy that asked about the time machine. Coach Hackett, if you could have a time machine and you go back to July, would you tell your what would you tell yourself, Coach Hackett? What type of fruit would you be? Would you? Would you, go, would you go to Aaron Rodgers and beg for Aaron Rodgers to come to Denver? I mean, to be fair, that's the closest they're getting to Super Bowl Media Week. Is questions like that. Yeah. And and that, would you but would, still. would you beg him to 
force a trade to Denver, and then they would send Russell Wilson to Green Bay. And what would you have, would you have done that back then? Oh, yeah. We'll we'll ask Cody us that question. I, to me, that's when you that that's a grasping at straws question. When it's a presser, mm-hmm. when you're just doing something, like I said, when we do our Scotty's Complete Car Care Center Prep Athlete of the Week, you're you're looking to learn more about about that student athlete, more yeah. more about them as a person. And you might ask, you know, questions that are you're not going to ask. So, which favorite color? I mean, I, I'm not going to ask that. But also, sometimes those kids are 15, 16 years old, and, and not professionals in their field, and have not stood in front yeah. of the media and behind a microphone. Mm-hmm. And if they're not very good, at least they take valuable life lessons, right? As a team, absolutely. If Nathaniel Hackett's not very good, he's fired. He's just gone. He's just you know, just gone. But it's nice that they're sticking him with the tough questions here in December. Exactly. Are so, you more of a Rudolph guy or a Blitzen guy? So, is there one Christmas show, Christmas movie that you have to watch every year? Yeah. And what would it be? Better Christmas movie, Die Hard or Lethal Weapon? That would be me, though. That would be and, my and type know, of question. Probably next week will be that kind of week where we roll out. Do you have a favorite Christmas movie? Oh, absolutely. It's Christmas songs, bumpers next week or ready to go yeah there's one you're gonna like if you haven't heard it if you have you then you probably do like it okay i got it set oh, okay i'm special we can't schedule color, anybody color me curious we can't schedule anybody for 7 40 next thursday because that's when i have that, <laughs> that bumper set i okay. can move it around but okay we'll, about uh, a week and change to look forward well to. Uh, I'll, I'll keep that in mind next week by the way that we won't have anybody at 7 40 all right, so we'll get to what's happening in a moment. Avalanche uh, get the win last night over Philadelphia. Um, it's, it's amazing what you can do when you start getting guys back. Yeah. And you start playing NHL when caliber guys. When you get guys. Stanley Cup champions back from the injured list, you start playing like Stanley Cup champions. Team. You start yeah. playing like a Stanley Cup champion, in which the Avalanche able to get it done last night against Philadelphia. Uh, John Riston. stepping down as the head coach oh, yeah. of the Seattle Pueblo Thunderwolves. Did he also lose a fight with a professor like the mines guy <laughs> like greg brandon i yeah. not that i'm aware of no no but um he is still going to be employed by csu pueblo moving on to a different job we'll have that in what's happening uh also big news hot stove news over the over the night Ooh. carlos correa now a member of the san francisco giants so they don't get aaron judge but the giants get correa Top free agent left on Keith Law's big board. 13-year, $350 million contract. He's on the right side of 30. He's 28. Like you were saying, though, it seems like he's been playing for 50 years. Yeah. He like came up in 09, it feels like. So, Correa gets the fourth largest guarantee in MLB history behind Mike Trout, $426.5 million. Mookie Betts, 365. Judge, 360. It's the most guaranteed money for a shortstop, surpassing your former shortstop. Frankie Lindor. Frankie Lindor, $341 million. I mean, at least like uh, Mookie Betts, at, at least Carlos Correa's got some, got some pelts on the wall, right? True. Trout and Judge haven't done anything other than hit a whole lot of homers and be injured. Carlos Correa, rookie of the year. All-star, World Series champion, top five MVP, gold glove. I mean, 
He's career 279 hitter. That's a good addition for the Giants. Yep, that's they're they're paying him a lot of money to have a big impact yeah. on that team. Like, he stole 14 bases as a rookie. He stole 19 cents. <laughs> so he, he ain't running that much. Yeah, it's, but he hasn't needed to. No, he hasn't needed to. Uh, also, not that we spent a lot of time with World Cup talk. Lionel Messi. Mm-hmm. Um, Continues to have a great run through this World Cup. Argentina jumping Croatia to get to the World Cup final. Also, a couple of hockey-related notes here. We'll have Connor McGahee on with us later on, voice mm-hmm. of the Avalanche. Uh, Alexander Ovechkin, his 800th career goal. Got a hat trick against the Black Blackhawks last night. That that you can't think of a better way, right, of, right. of getting that to that milestone with a hat trick. For uh, Ovechkin last night. Nice to night. get it out of the way and not sit on like seven ninety nine for a week. Yeah. Just go out and get a hat trick. Yeah. Also, the NHL, their board of governors, they have they, they like what the NBA does. They like the play in series before the Stanley Cup playoffs. Oh no, 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 no. But Commissioner Gary Bettman don't count him among those fans. Yeah, he put the kibosh on that pretty quickly. Uh, he's like, no, I'm, I'm not. I, I don't like it. I think it's a terrible idea. Gary Bettman, stand your ground, sir. I mean, I'm, I'm still on, on the fence about the NBA play-in thing. It's okay, I guess. I'm not a huge fan of it. I don't, I don't think you're, you're not a huge fan of it either. It's okay. It's but, all right. It's all right for basketball, but but not right? for hockey. Where it's not a, for hockey. Where it's such a. I mean, not that basketball doesn't have a physical grind and demand on you through the course of an eighty-two game season, but not like the NHL. Right. The NHL is a grind. It's a war. It's a it's a battle night in, night out. And and, like, and, to, and to reduce it to a play-in series, it sounds uh, so this, cliche that there's no way it can be a series, right? There's no way you'd be like, oh, best of three for hockey. When another team's resting. That just is not going to work. And then, you know, for basketball, at least the ball is round, right? You'll get a true bounce almost every time just because of the nature of the sphere. A hockey puck's not round. It takes some weird, wacky hits off the board, bounces. You get into the playoffs, your season ends one and done in overtime, whatever, yeah. late in the third period. On a wacky bounce because somebody needed to play yeah, in the tournament. I just, I, I just think for the NHL it doesn't make any sense. If that happens in Game Four and you get swept, that's one thing because you lost the first three. Yeah, games, you you had that opportunity. You're gonna lose this series. Yeah, just how it goes. You you had three games to get a victory and it it didn't happen. Right. And I mean, I haven't looked at all the the you know, the particulars of it. I just think it's a terrible idea. I, I I just, but it's gaining a lot of traction. That Pierre uh, LeBron, who writes for the Athletic, says that it's you know he has twelve governors about a playing round, and they're all in favor of it. Now he admits that he didn't talk to all thirty-two teams, but I like what Gary Bettman said. You're looking to fix a problem that doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. 
But talking about, but how cool to be on TV to have these play. Yeah, look what we're doing with you know TNT and uh, it's like no, stop it, stop it, stop. That's what the governor's thinking. Well, oh, look at what a great TV event it could be. And I agree with Gary Bettman. Half you're, of your league makes it already. Yeah, you're looking to fix a problem that's not there. Yeah, you know, with the way the NHL's the playoff situation is set up, the teams that don't deserve to be there. Aren't there, right? <laughs> and some like, and some slip in that probably really don't deserve to be there. I know seven of the eight series in the first round last year went at least six games, right? Yeah. And the Avs swept Nashville. That's the only one that didn't go six. But like, are you telling me Nashville needs to beat someone else to get <laughs> into the playoffs? To get in? It's like, are you serious? What are? What are we trying to do here? Yeah, I, I, I agree with Batman. It's like, what, what are you trying to fix? What is wrong with the NHL playoffs the way they are? Stanley Cup playoffs are perfectly fine. They're, they're incredible. Mm-hmm. This, to me, it's, it's a gimmick. I guess that the NBA feels like they need to do it. Okay, fine. They do it. Nashville got 97 points last year, and they were the eighth seed in. Do they... Do we really need Vegas into the playoffs? They were they were nine. Yeah, Vegas, Vancouver was 94, 92 points. Like San Jose, seventy seven yeah. points. We I, really need them in there getting waxed in a one game or you know best of three. It's like, but they're thinking they're gonna be. But fans from those cities are gonna be still excited. It's like we hear about you know expanding the major league baseball playoffs. And and to me, there's. Baseball, I view a little differently. I, th- I like the way they have it set up now. I really do yeah. like the playoffs the way they are now because it's not a one game. I hate the one game, or in this case, what NBA play-in is It's you, best two out of three. Well, you, it depends on where you're at. Right. Like, if you're 7-8, you win it in. If right. you're 9-10, you got to win twice. You got to win twice in. to get in. Thank you, because I forgot mm-hmm. what. I, I, I just... Like with Major League Baseball, okay, you've you've got best two out of three. Mm-hmm. I'm good with that in the first round. I'm fine with baseball the way they do it now. Yeah, because yeah. at least I feel like you're a playoff team now. You get into the wild card, and you got somebody a pitcher. It's just hot. Some dude has a great yeah. night, hits two home runs. You're done. You're done. Do you That's feel it. like a playoff team? No, no. You you were there. You the ink on the t-shirts that you're a playoff team is barely dried, yeah. and you're you're out of it potentially. So I, I just. And, and it doesn't like said, make any sense. And I don't know what what kind of configuration they have for this if they decide to do it. But it sounds like Gary Bettman doesn't want it to happen. Let us hope that, that, that it doesn't start to build a lot of traction here. Because I, I just think it's a terrible idea. The playoffs are long enough already in hockey. Right. So Especially just, in the NBA. I and mean, they made them longer. No, but yeah. Man, it felt like the playoffs took longer than the season. And why mess with a good thing? A great thing in the exactly. case of the, the Stanley Cup playoffs. The Avs' first playoff game, or not the Avs, but um, like Avs' Predators game one was May 3rd. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's fine. Stanley Cup final was like June 20-something. Yeah. That's like it was seven after, weeks. It was after Juco. Because, it was well after Juco. Because I listened to the Western Conference finals, the the clinching game against mm-hmm. Edmonton, when I was on vacation in Mexico. Game six of the Stanley Cup Finals was June 26th. Yeah. 
It's already That's long enough. That's almost 60 days worth. It's long enough. All right. And look at look at how the team that played the most games if, outside of Tampa Bay, obviously. Look at how they're dealing health-wise right now. The, they're a beat-up hockey team. All right, 7-16. It's time to get to. What's happening? All right, can you uh, cue some music for me here to yeah, lay things off? I think it's unanimous. That's a dumb idea. That's a dumb idea. Abswinger, our trade lacking and came up with a shorthanded goal that Mr. gave Colorado. Excitement. That was, was a great was goal. A great I'm moment. really excited I felt for the really, win. really excited about Stanley it. Stanley Cup champion, how do you feel? Bel- Belichick's great. telling Lekin it's settle down. What are you doing? I'm going to Pearl Vision. Arturi Lekkinen came over the shorthanded goal that gave Colorado a 3-2 win over Philadelphia last night in Denver. Lekkinen scored the eventual winning goal in the second period, and Coach Jared Bednar says he liked the way his team played in that period. We did a better job on our forecheck in the second period. I think we did a better job hanging onto the puck, forcing them to defend a little bit more. JT Confer, Devon Tave scored the other avalanche goal, so Colorado moves to 15-10-1 in the season. Were Tonight they the interviewing him from the can? I, What's going on? I'm not on? sure what... Could, could somebody turn his microphone yeah, on, please? Do you have like the business section in there or something? Man. Stall doors shut. Yeah. You can just see his pants down around his ankles. Yeah. And my mics are being shoved underneath the stall. They just slid one of those lapel mics underneath yeah. the door. But let me tell you, we played some really good hockey in the second in the second period. <laughs> hey, uh, I'm out of a. Oh uh, no, not done. Uh, just lean too far hey, forward, guys. Hey, could uh, somebody roll a roll under under these stall? I'm uh, I ran out of paper. Eh? Can somebody help me out there? Help, help, help me out, please. Uh, JT Coffer, Devon Tave scored the other avalanche goals as Colorado moves to 15-10-1 in the season. I think I already said that. <laughs> you got me distracted with the Bednar Sorry. thing. Uh, Nuggets take on the Washington Wizards tonight on the team pregame at 630. We're going to talk with Bill Hanslick from uh, Altitude TV. Covers the Nuggets. Uh, we'll have the former Nugget guard coming up at 920 this morning. CSU Pueblo is looking for a new football coach after John Riston announced he's stepping down. Riston's moving into a new job as the Thunderwolves Athletics Development and External Relations Officer. He helped to bring college football back at CSU Pueblo 15 years ago when the program was dropped in the 80s. He led the Thunderwolves and the Armac to their first D2 national football title in 2014. Colorado Mesa head football coach Miles Cochaver was Riston's defensive coordinator prior to taking over the Mavericks job last season. Denver East boys basketball coach Rudy Carey is now the state's all-time winningest boys coach. After his Angels beat Palmer 93-60 last night, he surpasses former Denver Christian coach Dick Cady for the most wins in state history. Cady was in attendance as Carey picked up win number 877. Carey's won nine state championships in his career. The Warrior Classic Wrestling Tournament gets underway this Friday with the best teams from Colorado, Utah, Wyoming, and New Mexico competing at Central High School. The host Warriors into the Classic with 10 wrestlers that are ranked on the 5A on the mat rankings. It doesn't matter what the score is. Um, they're all still trying to score, whether they're up, whether they're down. They're all still trying to get pins. It doesn't matter. So their, their effort's just been great. I'm just excited about this season. Central coach Clint Trujillo, 106-pound Elijah Hernandez, 132-pound Hassan Maines, 150-pound Dagan Harris, 165-pound Devin Hickey are all ranked fifth in their respective weights. The Warrior Classic begins Friday morning at 10 o'clock at Central High School. Last year, the Fruit of Monument Wrestling team finished third at the Warrior Classic. And, uh, of course, the Wildcats will be out once again at the Warrior Classic this weekend. Fruto Monument coach Lucas Archuleta says the Classic's always a good barometer for the rest of the season. We really get to look at our toughness and our grit because um, we're pretty much going to have a good match, a tough match um, every single round. We know we're not going to be anywhere close to where we need to be in February, but at least it gives us an evaluation point to be able to plan out. 
Once again, the Warrior Classic starts Friday, 10 o'clock, out at Central High School, and that's... What's happening? All right, Jim, along with the Buckeye Boy, coming up next, we'll talk with Palisade wrestling coach Bill Troutwine. That's on the way on the Jim Davis Show on the Team Sports Network. Ho, ho, ho! Merry Christmas! Best wishes for a happy holiday season from the Team Sports Network. Talking Palisade Bulldog Sports on the Jim Davis Show. And a conversation with Bulldogs wrestling coach Bill Troutwine brought to you by the Rick Nelson Agency and American Family Insurance. For a free comparison, call this team of licensed professionals at 970-241-0078. Bill Troutwine joins us on the Chick-fil-A Breakfast Team phone line. Bill, it's a pleasure. Thanks for taking uh, some some time with us this morning. Well, it's a pleasure. I'm, I'm thankful that you guys have us on today. Well, uh, we're, we're glad to have you on talking about Palisade Bulldogs wrestling. Of course, uh, the Warrior Classic starts on Friday, which is always a, a, a tremendous early season measuring stick for wrestlers uh, on this side of the hill and all across the state that come over to compete at Central High School. Now, for you, this is your first year as the head coach of the Palisade Bulldogs wrestling team. Not your first rodeo, though, when it comes to, to coaching wrestling. You've been doing it for the last 20 years. You were on Tanner Ridgeway's staff the last seven years before Tanner moved on to Grand Junction High School. Uh, what's it been like for you, Bill, taking over the, this wrestling program at Palisade High School? Well, you know, it hasn't been a whole lot of surprises, being that I've been with most of these kids for a few years. Um we're doing some things a little bit differently than Coach Ridgeway and I did in the past, uh, but we got hardworking kids out here. I, you know that was one of the reasons why I stuck around. I, I really, you know, these kids out here—they just—it's hard work. We may not be the most talented one, but we're not going to get outworked. That's for sure. Bill Trowline, Palisade Bulldogs wrestling coach, with us, and uh, you, you started out coaching with the Little Dogs program. And you're, you're, you're Mount Garfield Middle School working with uh, with the kids there, and then you started working with Tanner Ridgeway over at uh, Palisade High School. So it's been an interesting journey, starting from really the you know the you know the the, the youth programs, those those young wrestlers at uh, at the elementary school age into middle school. You started out with the young kids and worked your way up through the the ranks to become the head coach of Palisade. You know, I, I think it, it gave me a good tool. I mean. You know, it's a whole lot different when you're with the club, little guys, and working your way up. Um, I think I just cut my teeth with the little guys and kind of learned from the older veterans, even though I am an old guy myself, um, what it takes to be a competitive team out there. Uh, Coach Ridgeway certainly had a lot of influence in some of the things that the way I look at it and some of my coaching philosophies. Um, but, you know, I think, it, to be honest with you, it was an advantageous for me to start low and work my way up. Now, you wrestled in high school back in Michigan. Uh, I think, and I looked at an article where you uh, you played football, you tried to play basketball, weren't weren't tall enough to play basketball, but you found a sport in wrestling that that size didn't matter in that case. That and it was about uh, you know competing, getting out on the mats, and putting the work in. That that was something that really spoke to you as a high school wrestler. Absolutely, I was a real little guy back then when the dinosaurs walked the earth. They had a, a 98 weight pound, uh, class, and I was only 91 pounds. And as much as I love football, I, I just couldn't compete. And, and when I got into wrestling, it was just something that was, hey, you know, this is for everybody, and I can, can compete with the big boys, you know, in, in a sense that, you know, success. And, yeah, I, I, I really jumped onto it. It's something that, you know, I really think most everybody should do some kind of individual sport, but... 
yeah, wrestling really spoke to me because of the size and, and your ability to, you know, meet the, the opponent, and you don't have to worry about size or weight or any of that, Matt. Palisade Bulldogs wrestling coach Bill Troutwine with us today on the Team Sports Network as you head into the Warrior Classic, Bill. You got three wrestlers uh, ranked in four in the on-the-mat rankings. Keaton Young, who won a title at the, the Delta uh, Wrestling Tournament recently. Keaton's ranked second at 138. Uh, Tyrus Despain is 7th to 132, and Maddox Caster 11th and 165. They're all ranked. And in the case of Keaton, uh, he finished 5th last year at the Warrior Classic. So a young man that you have a lot of expectations for heading into this weekend at the Warrior Classic. Um, not to correct you, he was 4th last year, Jim, just to, to oh, make I'm sure sorry. I give the poor guy his due. I'm but, sorry, I looked at the um, number. I thought he said it was 5th. My apologies, Bill. You would know better than me on that. So 4th last no, year at the Warrior no Classic. Worries. Um, the young man just works his tail off. I mean, Keaton, he is really one that comes in, works his tail off, always asking questions. He's got his work cut out ahead of him. There's a young man from Fort Lupton who uh, took first at 3A last year. Um, I'm guessing Dimitri's going to be at 138, so it's going to be a good battle. I mean, I'm hoping that they're on the opposite sides of the brackets and don't see each other till the finals. Um, but you just can't speak enough about uh, Keaton Young's worth ethic. Off season, he went to several different uh, camps, and he's always trying to get better. And then I mentioned Tyrus to Spain, one of those uh, multi-sport guys out of Palisade, and I think those I love those guys that that uh, play football and basketball and and wrestle and play baseball and do other things as well. And and Tyrus had a really good season in his senior year on the football field for Joe Romano. But uh, you know, got Tyrus back, uh, got him in the room a, a little bit later because of football season. But uh, take us through where he is at right now. Obviously, off to a good start, ranked seventh at one thirty two in four A. Yeah, um, unfortunately, Tyrus is a little guy in that last game. Um, the playoff game, he separated his shoulder, and so Tyrus has been out, actually. Um, unfortunately, he's just a, a warrior. He was wouldn't come out of the game with a separated shoulder, continued to play that football game. So he's up in our room. We're slowly getting him back. It'll be after Christmas. Um, I do feel bad being that it was his senior year. He, I really felt that he could have made an impact at the Warrior this year. Um, but we don't want to rush it too soon. It's his senior year. Um, we're always working for regionals and state, and so he'll be back right after Christmas. We're hoping for, you know, TOC Rockwell. He get get some of them elite wrestlers as we get into the regional competition. Bill Trowine, Palisade Bulldogs wrestling coach with us today on the Team Sports Network. Bill, who are maybe a couple of guys that, that really put the work in in the offseason, maybe going to camps, uh, spending time in the weight room, obviously time in the wrestling room as well, that you've seen tremendous improvement from maybe last season to this season uh who are a couple of those guys maybe for for you that you've seen a lot of growth well you know um dawson david we call him double d he's a state qualifier last year he's always putting in the work the young man is such a coachable kid he does everything you ask um last week we had an issue before we had an eye injury had had something wrong with his contacts didn't get to compete at the delta um, he would have definitely placed there. I, I, I expect big things from him. Um, you know, in the off season, we had some young kids, Trevin, Brandon, Lane Holland, Aiden Martinez, um, Maddox Caster was there. We, you know, I, they're a great bunch of kids and a lot of them are football players and, and we just blend real well in the off season and pretty much top to bottom. 
Uh, we've really worked in the off season. There's also another young man, Xavier Samora. It's a sophomore. I expect big things out of him. He's put in some work. Um, all in all, we're kind of young, but the kids just battle. They just battle. Bill Trowling, coach the Palisade Bulldogs wrestling team with us. Warrior Classic starts this Friday at its Central High School. Uh, matches begin at 10 o'clock on Friday morning. And, Bill, when you, when you talk about doing some things differently than what Tanner Ridgeway did, and obviously you learned a lot by by working alongside Tanner Ridgeway, what are some of the, the tweaks, some of the things that you're doing differently than maybe what Tanner was doing as the head coach? Um, you know, one thing on our feet, I want us to be – a little bit more um, aggressive. We have a tendency to, you know, just be a little lax on our feet. We want to get our feet moving all the time, constantly circling. Um, we've done some other things outside of the wrestling room, you know, culture-wise, I believe, a little bit more team building than we had in the past. You know, I can't say enough about Coach Ridgeway. He did a, a phenomenal job here. I just look at little things that I like to throw in there, Um and so with, with that being said, you know, we're doing some things differently, but we're still sticking to the, to, to the you know, we're a pinning team. We need to get every bonus point we can. Um, and that was kind of set forth from last year. But we're, we're doing it a little bit different, but the same philosophy. I know you've been alongside Tanner at, at the Warrior Classic previously, Bill, but this is, this is a different moment for you. I mean, you're the head coach of Palisade now. This is your first Warrior Classic as a head coach. This is a tournament that, that Ted Ducray started back in. 1976, it's got such an incredible reputation as being one of the, the, the best wrestling tournaments in the, in the western half of the country. Got to be a, a, tomorrow, or I should say Friday, going to be a few butterflies maybe a little bit for, for Bill Troutwine out there uh, coaching your first uh, Warrior Classic? You know, I, I really don't look at it like this. It's My work is done Monday through Thursday. It's the boys'. It's their payday. When they go out, there's no... We've already done everything we can. Um... I don't. I'm not out there wrestling, unfortunately, as much as I'd like to be. I'm one of the ultra competitive guys, but you know, ultimately, it's the boys wrestling, and I'm there to do whatever I can to help facilitate success. Um, but really, honestly, I don't have a whole lot of nerves. You know, the boys have worked their tail off. I'm super excited. I think they're prepared. We're a little young. Um, like I said, we've got some injuries there, but honestly, I don't know that I have many. Um, Nerves. I'm just ready for the boys to get out after it. Yeah, you, you, you said you're the, the hay is in the barn. The work has been done, and, and now it's up to them to deliver on the mats. It's going to be as a, always as an incredible environment at Central High School for the Warrior Classic. Hey, Bill, I appreciate it. Best of luck the rest of the season, and I'll be talking to you uh, throughout the course of the season as we head to regionals and state. I appreciate the time, Bill. I uh, thank you so very much, and we'll see everybody out at the Warrior. All right, take care. All right, that's this weekend Warrior Classic. Starts Friday morning at 10 o'clock at Central High School. So uh, we'll talk with the guy that was the head coach at Palisade, Tanner Ridgeway, now Grand Junction Tigers head wrestling coach, coming up in just a little bit. But I had not uh, heard that Tyrus uh, was off the mats because of that injury in Palisade's uh, yeah. playoff loss to Green Mountain. So hopefully he'll be back uh, after the first of the year on the mats for Doesn't Palisade. Doesn't really surprise you, though. No. Separated his shoulder, still played the still, rest of the game. Still going to keep playing. Yeah. You know, the last, last high school football game, playoff game, I'm still out there fighting. All right, 735, Jim along with the Buckeye boy today. I guess we'll, we'll throw this out. We don't usually throw out a hockey question, but we talked about it earlier. What do you think, Pyle, about a play-in game in the NHL, or play-in round in the NHL, I should say? 
You and I don't like it. No, I, I don't. I'm not I'm a fan. Not a fan of it at all. Why would it be a good idea? I, I, somebody sell me on this. Why a playing round in the NHL, Stanley Cup playoffs, which are fantastic. Why would you want to to muddy those waters? Why would you dilute something that's so good already by adding a play-in round? It's going to take some selling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's part to get me to buy into it or to get you to buy into it either. All right, 736 and uh, time right now for sound check. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Well, you may, sorry, no, you may have caught it yesterday. Uh, Mike Leach passing away at the age of 61. Uh, and you may have caught it before our show yesterday, but DA uh, gave kind of a nice eulogy about one of the reasons he likes Mike Leach and Leach's kind of general likability when it comes to being a college football coach. College football, the NFL, is always about these coaches being the football king. I've got the control. I make all the money. I tell you all what to do. I'm the smartest guy, condescending to media, dismissive of fans, all of that type of stuff. Mike Leach was never like that. Mike Leach never acted as though everybody else was stupid and he was smart. Or that he was supposed to have all of the control and you were just a peon. He never acted like he was sitting on a throne, the king of wherever he was coaching. And he was willing to be open-minded about a lot of other topics besides football. He was willing to to talk about silly things like Halloween candy and serious things like history. And he just had a lot of different layers to him. And because of that, he resonated differently with fans. Mike Leach just seemed normal in his eccentric way. He was very eccentric and a very different thinker and different mind. But He seemed normal in the way that he wasn't trying to prove how smart he was all the time, even though he was remarkably smart from a football standpoint. Yeah, you hear a lot of that. There's a nice couple write-ups on ESPN about just how brilliant football-wise Mike Leach was, but never was really a fan of talking about it. Of course, the air raid offense and, and how the impact that that's had Mm-hmm. on college football and the National Football League as well the, in, it different, was, in different elements. How mummy that really kind of created the offense. But Mike, but Mike accelerated Leach it. Accelerated it, and how mummy said, uh, I think it was yesterday or maybe it was just a quote they pulled from how mummy. Uh, Mike Leach gave it the name, the air raid, because it was just easier to identify at that point. Right. It was more kind of a marketing and a branding that helped popularize the offense. Yeah, I, I just think you know Leach took that took what Hal Mummy did, and and improved upon the brand, mm-hmm. and his little tweaks, the things he did, and everywhere he went, I mean, Garner Minshew out of Washington State, yeah, you know what he did at Mississippi State, what he did at Texas Tech with Kingsbury and Harrell. I mean, it's and and like there are people that had issues with things he would say. He was not always the most PC guy in the world. No. Put it that way. Not always the nicest. Not didn't, didn't always treat players great. Not every player had a... But then again, most players that interact with coaches, not every player has a great interaction with yeah. w- with. Oh, you see with, the kid last week, right? Yeah. 
I was like, well, apparently Mike Leach thinks I'm soft, so he's going to be glad to be rid of yeah, me. Yeah, exactly. Mike Leach is dead, but... That's just a business you're going to rub people the wrong way sometimes, and that's how it works. There's 130 kids in that program every year. Odds are not all of them are going to like you. But there was a goofy likability about Mike Leach. Pirates, coffee, Pirates. marriage, whatever. And, just, and would go on these ranch, you're just going... Is, is a month or so ago, we had Mike Leach sound check three times that week yeah. because this was hilarious what he was like, talking about. It's it's like, I don't think he knows what he's talking about, but it's really funny right. what what whatever he's point he's trying to make. I think I had it as life advice with Mike Leach. Yes. We had a couple of those, and it was just... Well, maybe you need to... Maybe we'll find a moment we can bring those back during the show so, this morning. Yeah. A little, little I, Mike Leach I tribute. I have a couple of them. Oh, uh, so. we've got an interview coming up. So I know. let's. I'm not going to play them now, but I have two. We will table those. Maybe uh, for next, or maybe uh, four down territory. Yeah, there we go. All right, we'll take a break. Grand Junction wrestling coach Tanner Ridgeway Ridgeway joins us next on the Jim Davis Show. Good morning, gentlemen. What are the haps? The Jim Davis Show on Colorado's sports leader, the team. Talking Grand Junction Tiger sports on the Jim Davis Show. And a conversation with Tigers wrestling coach Tanner Ridgeway brought to you by the Rick Nelson Agency and American Family Insurance. For a free comparison, get this team of licensed professionals at 970-241-0078 with us right now. Tanner Ridgeway. Tanner, how you doing? I'm doing good, Jim. How are you? I'm doing well. Always a pleasure to talk with you. Uh, we talked to Bill Troutwine a little while ago, the gentleman that replaced you as the head coach of Palisade. He was by your side the last seven years. You make the move to Grand Junction High School. And I know that uh, this is the first chance you and I have had to talk about it on the air. Take us through that decision because you had a really strong program at Palisade, loved the kids out there, loved that school, but you had some personal reasons why the move to Grand Junction made some sense for you. Part of that is geographic because you live in Loma and it was just going to be a, a shorter drive for you. That was part of the whole thing. But, but take us through the decision to move from Palisade to Grand Junction to take over a, a Tigers program that has a, a tremendous legacy. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, like you said, the uh, main thing kind of was, uh, was geographically, um, shortening up that drive, being able to spend a little bit more time with the family uh, during season and stuff. But uh, it was a hard, very hard decision. But, uh, yeah, you look back at Grand Junction's, you know, legacy, their tradition that they've got there. Um, I wanted to be a part of that, you know, and I wanted to help to help build on that. And uh, uh, it was a, it was kind of too good of a opportunity to 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 pass up. So yeah. that was kind of the, the main the main driving force there was just their tradition and and uh, wanting to be a part of that. Well, and, and the Tigers, you know, prior to Kyle Sand being the head coach, Cole Allison was there. They they won a state championship, and and so this is this is a program like we said when Gene Wilder, uh, the late Gene Wilder, uh, was there. They a very successful wrestling program, and and I know that uh, maybe it's been a little bit hit and miss over the last decade or so for Grand Junction wrestling, and uh, but Cole did a great job of getting them back to a state championship uh, contending uh, talent. Uh, for you, I mean, it's. Uh, how important is it to have that that legacy that success Grand Junction's had in building what you want to build moving forward? Yeah, it's a it's it's a huge thing. I mean, I play off of it every single every single practice, you know. And, and in our room, we've got you know all the names of the state champions and, and state placers, and um, you know, kind of being able to use that to, to motivate our kids and and just let them know, like, hey, you guys are something are a part of something special. Um, so 
you know, let's, you, you, you've got a tradition to carry on and, 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 uh, and keep this thing going. I think that's a, it's a huge thing, uh, for those kids to, you know, remember and, 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 and want to be a part of. Tanner Ridgeway, coach of the Grand Junction Tigers wrestling team with us on the Team Sports Network. Tigers getting ready to compete at the Warrior Classic, which starts Friday out at Central High School. And uh, you have a, a couple of wrestlers that uh, are, are coming off what you guys did at the, the Delta Panther Invitational. Uh, a couple of young men in Colton Romero at 144, Dominic Jones at 165, uh, fourth and fifth uh, at the Panthers. So uh, you have two wrestlers that uh, in your last uh, duel uh, – some success on the mats uh, at Delta, hoping to parlay that and do hopefully more, even more success at the Warriors starting on Friday. Yeah, yeah, that's the hope. I mean, both of those guys are wrestling uh, really tough. They're getting after it. You know, um, Colton's coming off of sickness that first week. He wasn't able to wrestle because he was sick. Um, Dom was fighting a little bit of sickness uh, uh, late last week. Um, but it's, they're competing, you know, and they're going after it. They're uh, They're working hard in practice. They're wanting to um they're wanting to learn they're wanting to get better and you know learn from both wins and losses early on so that we're ready to go in in february and uh, and colton for you uh he's uh 13th on on the mat at 138 so a young man that's already uh, you know a ranked wrestler and uh you know heads into this warrior classic with uh, some statewide acknowledgement uh, about where he is currently in his weight classification yeah yeah you know and 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 he knows where he's at there, rankings wise. But uh, like I said, he's, he's he's a great kid. He's he's um, very coachable and and just wanting to make sure that you know what he's doing is is right. And you know he's learning from those those little mistakes in practice and 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 trying to clear those up so that he can move up even higher than that thirteenth ranking. You know. You also have another wrestler ranked in, in 5A on the mat, uh, Murphy Harris, 11th at 113. And uh, kind of take us through where, where Murphy's at at this stage of the season. Yeah, so Murphy, uh, he, he's uh, battling a, an injury right now. Um, we think he's probably going to be healthy this, this weekend for the Warrior. Um, we just don't want to, you know, get him back too early and, uh, you know, uh, risk, you know, re-injuring it. But, uh He's uh same thing. Great hard worker. I mean, the kid lives and breathes wrestling. Um, <clears throat> and uh, we just haven't we haven't had a chance to really go out there and compete yet this year. Um, I know he's sniffing to to get out there on the mat, but uh, we're just kind of playing it day by day to see how see how he feels. Um, but if if he's able to go this weekend, you know that it's definitely a kid that uh, is going to go out there and 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 fight. So. Um, if if he's good to go, he's gonna he's gonna battle. Grand Junction Tigers wrestling coach Tanner Ridgeway with us on the Team Sports Network. Uh, maybe a couple of wrestlers, Tanner, that you've seen tremendous growth in uh, throughout the course of the summer, heading into, of course, wrestling season. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> several kids. You know, the, there's a senior Landon Scarborough. He's uh, wrestling tough. He's he's got a um, he's got to finish some shots and, and some technical things but you know he he's another hard worker um Tanner Rorig he's kind of fighting an injury right now too as well um junior but uh, 120 20 126 pounds um all these guys are working extremely hard Armadeus Goulet 
um, you know, Jack Banks up at the heavyweight. Uh, a lot of guys that are that are just battling every single day and, uh, you know, can be in the mix at any time. Uh, we just got to, you know, make sure that we're staying healthy and, and doing what we need to do and take care of the little things and, and uh, hopefully uh, go out there and compete. Hey, Tanner, I always appreciate the time. Best of luck to you and the Tigers at the Warrior Classic. Once again, starts Friday at uh, Central High School. Uh, first matches are at 10 o'clock. You can contact Central High School about uh, ticket information for the Warrior Classic. And I uh, always appreciate it. Thank you, Tanner. Yeah, thanks, Jim. Have a good one. You too. Take care. Tanner Ridgeway, coach of the Grand Junction Tigers wrestling team, uh, joining us on the program this morning. So, uh, as it takes over a program that uh, you know, with wrestlers there like like Dawson Collins previously, guys have won state championships at Grand Junction High School. And when Cole Allison was there, you know, Tremendous mm-hmm. success. They won a team state title, and uh, Tanner Ridgeway trying to to get the Tigers back into that kind of contending mode in five uh, A wrestling. But uh, if if you get a chance, if you've never been to the Warrior Classic, and you've just kind of you know you're you're a casual collegiate high school wrestling fan, mm-hmm. do yourself a favor, get out and watch a session of the Warrior Classic, and uh, you'll you'll love watching these. Uh, talented athletes out there we don't want to leave the district 51 uh, phoenix girls wrestling team out we'll have their coach on next week talk about what they've been up to uh they're off to uh, with apollonia middleton they're off to a really good yep. start this season they've got a couple of ranked wrestlers but uh wanted to kind of focus on the warrior classic this week and uh still hope to have maybe a couple of other wrestling coaches uh join us uh, from the area to talk about the warrior classic this week before uh, uh, we get up to, uh, of course, the start on Friday out at uh, Central High School. All right, seven fifty-two, and we we mentioned, or you you mentioned that you had a couple of sound checks with Mike Leach the last couple of weeks. Of course, if you have not heard, Mike Leach passed away over the weekend in the hospital. He was sixty-one mm-hmm. from from a heart condition, and Mike Leach, one of those guys that always had some some great life lessons, right? Yeah, whether you totally understood them or not. Right, he totally, he definitely had some great life advice. Here's here's one of them. You got your coffee. Yeah. It is early. How do you take your coffee? What's the best way to take your coffee? Well, coffee tastes terrible anyway, so don't put anything in it to obstruct the harsh, bitter taste. Then just put it down one sip at a time, you know. So it's just all about the effect. The taste, it's not about the experience at all. It's about no. the outcome. No, the experience is terrible. Agreed. That's, coffee that's is how gross. I feel about yeah. coffee. I'm not a big coffee guy. He also uh, not a coffee are, guy at all, for that matter. Right. A lot of these are on the field before games with ESPN reporters. Of course, and Marty Smith, right there. Marty Smith, and then there was one young lady who's getting married and gets some Mike uh, Mike Leach life advice. Coach, I know you have strong thoughts on weddings. Um, I'm in the middle of planning one right now. Do you have you any are, advice for me? Who yeah. are you marrying? His name is Trevor. Okay. Yeah. Well. I'll have to you set up a meeting and I'll talk to him. Um, okay, so uh, where's Trevor from? He's from Florida. What does Trevor do for a living? He works in sports as well, covers football. Really? Well, I don't know. We'll keep a close eye on it, but whatever you and Trevor decide, I would kind of keep it on the down low, which you failed to do that. Trevor was probably planning to, but you didn't. Uh, so go ahead and... Uh, uh, don't don't say anything else about it. But as soon as the season's over, or even an off week, go elope. Trust me on that. Go elope. 
because uh, basically every female in the family is going to terrorize you guys until it's over. Once it's over, I mean, they'll be upset for a few days, but it'll be over. And then, you know, you cruise away, uh, along, have a happy marriage, have a happy life. And Trevor, unless he's crazy, is totally on my side. And trust me on this, <clears throat> if Trevor doesn't uh, have the sense to do that, Tell him to call me, because, I mean, he needs to do trust. I, I told all my kids, I'll give you $10,000 extra if you elope. So far, they haven't done it, but I would, too. <laughs> I would, too. Yeah. Oh, great stuff from Mike Leach. Great life, yeah. life advice from the late Mike Leach. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back with Hour 2. Dexter call us today. Chick-fil-A breakfast team phone line 970-242-1340.